When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with co-host Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. And we're here to discuss season two, episode number 13, A Father's Love. Before we get into it, we'll pass around the feeling stick. I do not have anything to share today, Joe, do you? Well, Mm -hmm. me and Jake Johnson got something in common. Oh, what? We're both... Currently unemployed. Oh, okay. Jake's not unemployed. Oh, he's not? No, well, he was, Uh and then, uh, so there's a show on Netflix called Hoops, and he's the voice character Mm -hmm. of one of the... Oh, it's a cartoon? Yeah, so it's a Simpsons. Oh, like like the Simpsons. Simpsons. So it's an adult cartoon. Yeah. Right. We've discussed it before. So unfortunately, after one season... And you know what? I never saw that on trending or watch this next or we suggest. Oops. No, I've so never seen that. he kind of got a bad rap there because they didn't really promote it. Like I never right. knew about hoops. Nobody talked no, about I've hoops. I've never heard about hoops. except for the time we talked about it on our podcast extensively oh, we did? and how Lamorne was on it and Hannah. Simone Probably a long time. He invited ago. everyone to be on it except for Zoe because he was embarrassed by the content and the bad language. <laughs> but uh, it was a long time ago when we discussed it. Oh, well, okay. anyways, I'm just saying we got. That in common, mm-hmm. yeah. But just like me, he'll find something else and yeah. move on. <laughs> I, I feel like when you're an actor, you're not necessarily unemployed. You're just between jobs. Yeah. Well, and he, he was on Lamorne's podcast, so he did just do something. I heard he was on Stump Count. He was, and then that so show got canceled. He's not having a lot of good luck. Well, right the now. show was renewed, but then for like pandemic related oh. reasons, they were like, okay, we're not going to move forward with it. And then I know they were trying to get it picked up somewhere else, but I don't know what happened. With well, it. it was a good case, show. I've never watched it. It was a it. really good show. Worst case scenario, he can go on the dating game. Oh. Because Zoe hosts Unless that. he's married. He definitely Zoe. is married. Oh, he's married. <laughs> oh, he is? Don't do that. But Jake. he could be like a special guest host. Yeah. Yeah, that's I don't, fun. Just like to clarify, I think Jake's fine financially and he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, was that all you had, Joe? Yeah. Heather? Um, I don't have a feeling stick. Okay. So we'll get into the Netflix episode description for this episode, which is Jess tries to help Nick repair his relationship with his con man father, but Nick worries that his dad is using him in a scheme, which somewhat accurate description. Guest stars from this episode include Dennis mm. Farina as Walt Miller, who unfortunately I just found out today passed away in 2013. Oh, I'm sorry. And he's been in a ton of stuff. Can you guys name any? Yeah. Or do you want oh, me to gosh. do the last? Everything. All the old gangster movies. And oh, really? He's kind of like cast, you know, stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, like he was, certain people, like yeah. Joe Pesci. Uh, yeah, like a yeah. good fellow. He was actually right. in Get Shorty. Wasn't Get Joe Pesci Shorty. in that? Joe Pesci was yeah, in that, he was yeah. in that movie. Get Shorty was also John Travolta, I believe. Oh, love him. Yeah. He was, uh, so Dennis was also in, I didn't look at the older movies because I couldn't tell from like my own knowledge which were like more popular, mm-hmm. but he was in Out of Sight, Snatch, and Saving Private Ryan. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Huh. 
So I found I found my my research on him fascinating. So we'll start the episode in the loft with the gang playing a new game we've never seen before and we never see again called Feely Cup. And everyone's being really mean to Nick while he's guessing what his uh, his guess is, making fun of him. And there's a knock on the door, and it's Nick's dad. And Jess says, "What I love when new people come in, welcome to our home." And he immediately guesses the Feely Cup. But I have a question about the Feely Cup game, or an issue with that scene, is that New Girl fans are so enthusiastic, which I appreciate. Do they play that all the time, like they do with True American? Nope, that was a one Like I just mentioned, time. we only yeah. see it one time. I know, but New Girl fans notice oh, everything. They, do, yes, they do. Yeah, so I thought maybe they did. And it's obvious a game that Nick and Winston played as children because they oh. both know the rules and are familiar and Walt comes in and picks it right up. And he calls Nick Nichols. Mm, he does. Which is a, <laughs> a code name on Orange is the New Black, as you know, Joe. Oh, uh, yeah. So then they go to Nick's room and he tells Nick he's going to be taking the bed. And in the kitchen, <laughs> Jess, is, Jess is with Schmidt and Winston and is like, tell me about his dad. What does he do? And Schmidt very strongly describes him as con man yeah winston's totally confused and describes him as a businessman and we find out that winston is obsessed with walt and just makes a lot of music man comparisons my least favorite musical of all time if anyone was wondering yeah and we get a a flashback which i always love a good nick and winston flashback we do take it hefs um i don't remember but it was a good flashback. oh okay so (laughs) we get a flashback Of Walt giving uh, Nick and Winston a ton of Chicago Bills hats. But the problem is they said Chica Go Bills, which is young girl Go Bills, translated. (laughs) And um, Winston says, who would mess with someone wearing that hat? Everyone. Everyone would mess with someone wearing that hat. (laughs) Okay, that's what it was. But it's not (laughs) – the joke in there is they're not the Chicago Bills. It's the Chicago Bulls. It's a basketball team. I thought it was the Chicago Bills. No, it's the Bowls, and oh, then that is the joke. They're also Chicago, not Chica. because yeah. there's trademark uh, mm-hmm. issues there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they you can't, can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't distribute NBA uh, merchandise, merchandise oh, right. without Merch. being licensed. So right. he made it bills instead of bowls. That's why all the oh, kids. Oh, he did it on that, purpose. Yeah, that's why the kid was like, "Oh, I don't want this. This is no good." Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was that he made a typo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And then Winston's like. The man's mustache is like the world's sexiest push broom. <laughs> <laughs> Good cat. Winston's always worried about mustaches. His oh, own, other people's. Winston. Um, so Nick comes into the kitchen to do an angry fix on the stage. He's like, do you want to know why I'm a messed up person? Do you want to know why I'm so angry? And then Jessica goes, yes, yes I do. <laughs> yeah, that was adorable. <laughs> so now we're at the bar and Walt is telling embarrassing stories about oh. Nick to his friends. And Winston calls Walt Pop Pop. Oh. And Nick obviously does not want Winston calling him that. And so they they get into a little argument about that. And Jess suggests that, you know, maybe they just need to talk, Nick and his dad, and work things out. At the same time. I love that scene. I think Pop Pop is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of one of my favorite shows, Life in Pieces. They call the grandma mom mom. Mm -hmm. And they call the grandpa Pop Pop. I think Mm -hmm. it's so cute. Very cute. I've never known a grandpa called Pop Pop. I know no, pop, pop off, but yeah. Or just pop, yeah. yeah. So Schmidt and Cece are at the bar while this is happening, and Schmidt is 
wondering what's taking so long with his lemon drop. And Cece's like, well, the bartender's making fun of you. While she gets a text from one of her Indian suitors that her mom is setting her up with, whose name is Puvin Shetty of Puvin Shetty Solutions. And it's just obvious that Schmidt's very jealous and upset. And the scene ends with him yelling, you're killing me with that drop, dude. Well, because it's the largest logistical distributor in the world. Whoa. So he knew that and he's like, oh, wait. He's rich, successful. worldwide corporation. And that's the kind of thing Schmidt loves. So he has to be really torn. He loves successful people, being a baller. And he's also threatened. He loves being friends with Rugby so he could actually. Not yet, but yes. Well, on Halloween. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. And one thing we learned about Nick is he angry fixes things. Yes. Whereas most people angry clean things. Or right. angry break things. Or yeah. angry paint things. Yeah. And then he said, I have the BP of a hummingbird, which I thought was Blood funny. Pressure? Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh-huh. catch that. Okay, that's yeah. funny. You made me close caption. Close caption. There we go. But if you think about it, think about a hummingbird and how they just hang oh, there crazy. and right. flutter their wings. Right. But, you know, actually, when you're using that much cardio and energy, <laughs> your BP actually goes down. Uh, right. Because your heart you're... rate, your resting heart rate goes down. Yeah. So that's actually an oxymoron. Yeah. You know just what I'm saying? You're looking crazy. deep into that joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it was kind of weird because he's like, I have the BP of a hummingbird. Right. That was that was Schmidt said that, I think. Yeah, it was Schmidt that said that. About Nick. About his BP. About the worldwide corporation? No, about Schmidt's own BP. He's okay. like, oh, I have the BP of a hummingbird. So Walt and okay. Jess are at the bar talking about Nick. And Jess says that Nick is like a combination of Hillary Swank and a sad, wet dog. That's what I wrote down, too. Well, yeah, it happened in the episode. Well, no, because it, the same thing resonated with us. No, he says, she says, Nick looks like Hillary Swank mm. with a mixed wet dog. Right, right. And <laughs> I don't I know wrote, where she I wrote that. Hillary Swank with, with a sad, white dog. With wet a mixed dog. wet dog. Oh, mixed, a mixed, mixed wet breed. dog. Oh, okay. I think she meant Hillary Swank mixed with a dog is you, what she I thought, meant. yeah, I don't know. But um, I do know dog. that the writing on this show is genius. Yes. So um, Jess suggests to Walt that, you know, they just need to talk and work things out. And he says that he's there looking for a second chance, which, of course, tugs on her heartstrings. And the scamming of Jess begins. I don't know if, I don't remember if the first time I watched it I could tell yet or not. It's reminiscent of parent trap a little bit so now they're at the racetrack and in a brilliant move winston is in a chica go bill's hat yeah like he hung on to it all those years because he thinks walt's his dad now i have a problem with the track i know every time i go to to the racetrack i wear a huge picture hat and jess is extra why is she in such a basic outfit well she wasn't going to the kentucky derby she was just going to the like yeah, Pasadena racetrack. A lot of people, when they go to the Pasadena racetrack, do that. Maybe it's or they get who she was up. with. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And since they were running a scam, maybe she they discouraged herself her. down. So that's when we find out that Nick used to do the Sugar Ray, which is when a guy was going <laughs> to beat up his dad for scamming him. He would pretend to be diabetic mm-hmm. and, like, I guess, go into diabetic shock or have a seizure. <laughs> and um, the dad, Walt, gives Nick money for a bet, and he thinks there's a catch, but can't find one, so he leaves. 
Walt and Jess alone. Now, before we get deeper into the racetrack story, we see Schmidt and Robbie. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, we just see Schmidt at a restaurant acting like a clown, runs into Robbie, or Ruby as he calls him, and we find out that they're both there spying on Cece because they both want Cece back, and she catches them. And I thought that was a really funny, cute scene. I thought it was really funny and cute, but Schmidt is extra. Why didn't he have, like, a whole spy suit... And Robbie, all he had on was a hat. He's like, oh, if you'd worn a hat, she wouldn't see you. So the well, I funny, thought that part was funny. funny. Yeah, that was the funniest line. Schmidt goes, do you think she, you saw, think me? she saw me? Yeah. And he goes, of course, you're not wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, why, After she just spoke to both of them. If you're going to spy, you try to make yourself like you, where you can't see you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think dressing like that in a restaurant will make you stand out more. Yeah, but it's right. also ironic because the guy she's having lunch with is not the guy. But we that don't know that yet. Mary. We don't know that yet. That's Irony, true. yes. So now we're back at the racetrack, and Walt is telling Jess that Nick's always had one dream, which is to own a horse, <laughs> which she finds odd, and he convinces convinces Jess to come down with the horse, pretend she's his niece in vet school, and describe the vet uh, describe the horse as being sick and bad. And she used words like terrible and look at it split ends. <laughs> and also she has trouble believing Nick wants a horse because he hates living things. Yes. <laughs> well, she's like, okay, first of all, when you're looking for a bad horse at a racetrack, you're looking like, you know, the muscular structure oh, you're okay. looking at. Does it have a limp? Does, you know, mm. how feisty is it? Right. That kind of thing, right? right? You don't really look. To see if it has split ends. <laughs> Obviously. So she's like, it's got split ends and the mane does not match the shape of his face. Of his face, so yeah. Which has nothing to do with it. She has no clue. She's just trying to do what she can. That was hilarious. So while Jess is unknowingly, slash kind of knowingly, helping Walt run his scam, Winston and Nick are walking through the track discussing his relationship with his dad. And he says, Nick says, there's a lot of people you want to be unpredictable. Yeah. And one of the people he <laughs> mentions is Vice, Vice President. President Joe Biden. Because that was the time he was in there. Exactly. But it turns out to be foreshadowing. Well, he, we want to no, be pretty predictable he's now. He's in there. Oh, well, From 08 to 16, She he means because he's president now. I just mean because everybody's always like, Joe Biden. Yeah, but he, was, uh, he said vice president. Right. Yeah. That's what he was, he was at the, the vice time. president then. But it's just funny after the four-year gap when we oh, happen to yeah, watch yeah. it. That yeah. all of a sudden now he's president. Yeah. Right. So we want him to be a little more predictable now. That would be good. And Winston points out how his dad never called, never came around. So he wishes his dad was a little more unpredictable. And mentions uh, that Pop Pop, uh, he lent Pop Pop $1,100. Whoa. And that's when Nick is like, oh my God, we left him around with Jess. He's going to rip off Jess. And they like run to save her. Yeah, they should have kind of seen that coming, but yeah. So now we're in the bar, and Schmidt and Ruby are discussing their situation and how they'd be good for Cece, and that's when Robbie unfortunately comes up with the phrase, white, white guy, guy power, power. Yeah. Which they changed. Is this show racist? White guy power, not yeah. white power. Yeah, white well, guy power. Well, it's close enough. It's a little too close for comfort. So then uh, Schmidt suggests they change it to cool guy power. Right. And they, make, they try to make a plan so that 
Cece gets back with Robbie, and then Schmidt will eventually smite Robbie and get Cece back from him. Seems like a lot of extra steps. Yeah, you don't work together with someone to get your ex back if they want that person. Which is made is more funny, though. Well, Well, it's hilarious. The best line in that conversation was when Schmidt says, Okay, one billion Indian men is a daunting foe. Yeah. (laughs) Now I know how Pakistan feels. That was a good line. That was a very good line. I know how Pakistan feels. So, while they're still there working on their plan, um, we see that Walt has bought the horse. And Jess announces to Nick as soon as he walks up, your dream's coming true. It's a horse. Its name's a father's love. Funny enough, I am an investor. And I love when Winston goes, damn, pop, pop. Pop, pop. And it's just, you know, pretty unfortunate. We find out that really Walt bought the horse just because he wants to sell the horse for Mm. the horse's semen because they think it's the descendant of a different horse. And it's all a money scheme. No keeping the horse. No making Nick's dream come true. No bonding with Nick. Just kind I'm of glad awful. it was just 500 because I thought it was going to be more. Yeah, I don't think Jess has a lot more money, luckily. No. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of like when people spray paint their dogs a different color and then oh. sell them, saying, oh, here's your gray cat or a gray dog, and then you get home and give him a bath, and all of a sudden he's brown. Oh, like these uh, puppy meals. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, yeah. Or cat meals. So they they deceive meals. them by thinking, oh, this is great. It's a pure right. breed. It's this color. Oh. It's exactly what I wanted. As soon as you wash them. Totally different idea. Yeah, that does happen. That is terrible. Often. Give the dog a bath and your toes. So we're back at the loft and Walt is arguing with Nick um, about the $500 that he took from Jess. And Jess comes in and he says that Jess will believe anything. And she says, no, I won't. He says, oh, my name's really Jamil. It is? <laughs> And then he goes, no one starts yelling at her. And she goes, well, in my defense, he's really odd. And Nick's like, good point. The thing is that's so funny is that Nick doesn't pay any attention to the $1,100. He's not worried Winston. about that. Yeah. So what I think it is, I think it's foreshadowing mm. okay. of their relationship. So we find out that in one hour, he's going to sell the horse for a profit because they're going to think it's Big Brown's nephew. And that's when Nick decides the best way to handle the situation is to come with him and watch him give Jess the $500 back. You're right. He doesn't help Winston at all moving forward. Yeah, it's mean. Um, So now we're back at the bar, and Robbie and Schmidt are throwing around really bad ideas of ways to get Cece back. Oh, terrible. Um, involving Sears singing. Quartet, yes. Oceans 12, if they get 10 more guys. <laughs> exactly. And a plan. And a plan, yeah. Naming a star after her next to Robbie's eight stars. He already has their great investment. They're not a great investment. Well, he say. says, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they land on ending up at the apartment, chanting outside her door, breaking up the party she was having, meeting Povenchetti's family, because the, the two families have to meet before they can go on a date. Which, again, isn't consistent because her family's not really there except for the grandma who we met. But Well, one of the funny things there is when she answers a door, she's in a sorry. That yes. cracked, for some reason, that cracked me and up. And what, 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 so so what are you wearing a sorry for? Yeah, <laughs> he, I asked you several times. Yeah. Does he think that it's a wedding dress? Is that why he's free? No, because he said he had sexual innuendo. He goes, I have oh. so many sexual scenarios for this thing, like slum doggy style millionaire. Yeah. 
It's just like cultural clothes. Yeah, it's not, I, it doesn't even yeah. the wedding. Because right. she never, I mean, that's the first time we see her in her culture. Yeah. She's mm. never been cultural at all. Yeah, it was a different look. She thought yeah. I she looked beautiful. Oh, I which so Which kind of contradicts her Schmidt's. You know, he has this quote unquote racist side, right? But appreciates the Indian side of her. Right. Like every time she like shows that, and how funny that the previous show was about the blackness of Winston oh, and appreciating mm, soul yeah. food and all that. Now that he's appreciating was. the Indian culture. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So Joe's on fire. Maybe he's coming around. Maybe. maybe. Well, yeah, he has a good heart, as we've discussed oh, before. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So they see Pevinchetti, and Robbie starts to get upset about how attractive he is, and that's when Schmidt starts complimenting him, and that's when he starts complimenting Schmidt back and announces white guy power in the room oh. full of people, oh, and before they can funny. get kicked out, they squirt themselves out, basically. They needed to. They did. <laughs> so we're at the super shady horse meeting, and Nick's back is completely covered in sweat, they meet the two sort of gangster-looking guys to sell the horse to, and they want to know why Nick looks so sweaty. Is he a cop? And makes him take off his clothes to prove he's not and then dance for some reason. Well, the yeah. best line in that scene was actually the very beginning of the scene. When Jess is all excited and goes, this is my first middle-of-the-night yeah. parking lot horse deal. Yeah. <laughs> so very specific. specific. Yeah. Classic Jess. Like, like, you know, like, like she's had so many horse deals. Yeah, you know, like they're doing a back alley drug deal, you know. It's right. like, I'm doing this parking lot horse deal. <laughs> it, it was sketchy, though. <laughs> um, so that's just a, a great scene because it's a complete fiasco. And eventually Nick accidentally admits that he's lying. Because he says, don't worry, guys, I'm not a cop. I only sweat when I'm lying. And Jake Johnson, you know, for someone who doesn't like to dance. Poor guy. Ends up dancing An a lot. An awful lot. Yeah. He starts to do the Sugar Ray and pretends that he's diabetic from gum or needs gum or something about gum the guys drive away not buying the horse and Jess tries to drive away to force the father and son to talk and bond but has a lot of trouble driving away driving that reminded me of you Heather yes me too well can you imagine me trying to deal with I I can't it would look worse than that Jess says oh I conned you and went away now you guys gotta talk right and Nick's like that's not a con, Jess. You're just driving away. Yeah. <laughs> All in, in plain sight. Yeah. So Nick and Walt start to argue. Um, we still see Jess not able to get out. And Nick says that he's been mad at his dad for 30 years. And eventually we can see Walt kind of soften and take his responsibility in the situation and try to give Nick his pants since the gangster guy took Nick's clothes for some reason. No one wants Nick's clothes. No, what does it even have to do with anything? I don't know. Yeah. And then Walt admits that maybe he's made some mistakes. And you can see, instead of saying sorry, and instead of Nick being like, I forgive you, says, we all make mistakes. And they make a plan to go to a game, any game Nick wants tomorrow. Now, after that scene... We're back in the loft, and Schmidt says there's been one arranged marriage that happened, and it was of him and Robbie. I was dying. That was hilarious. And eventually, they're going to duel to the death. Yeah, but right now, they're besties. Exactly. (laughs) So the next morning, Walt's leaving the loft, and Jess catches him and tries to stop him. Um, And he says that he's going to Chicago and asks Jess to just keep an eye on him. And it makes Jess so upset. She angry fixes the sink. Tells Nick that Walt's gone, but he's fine and says that people don't change. And, you know, he's a little broken because of his dad. But she says that you're not broken. 
you're good. Yes. And that ends the scene, the show, with the exception of the end scene where the guys are just bouncing off more bad ideas in the bar. Yeah, which was so funny. Um, okay, you guys ready to get into the questions then? Sure. Joe, we'll start with you. What was your favorite Jess look? Oh, gosh. In this one? Yes, in this episode. Well, uh, in this episode, I'm not sure I had one. That's fine. I can understand that. Yeah, because she's not really... Not wearing a lot of dresses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Heather? Um, Okay, so for the Jess look, I don't have a lot of choices, so I wrote turquoise coat. Mm. Was but that wasn't her turquoise Christmas coat because it didn't have a bow. No, I don't think it is. Only Jess would have two turquoise pea coats. She, you know, the only person who rivals her in pea coats, hmm. me. <laughs> but she oh. has a lot. How many pea coats do you have? I don't know, but I have several colors. I, for living in California, I don't know you why do I have, have them a all. pink one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't write down a favorite Jess look, but I wrote down a least favorite Jess look, and that was the outfit she wore to the horse races. Because oh, yeah. the black and the red, and I didn't understand was it. Was it a puffy vest? I, don't, I didn't understand it. Yeah. I, it just wasn't my favorite. Wow, a worse Jess look. You don't hear that often. No. So for best dress, I have a tie. Mm. Um, my first best dress goes to Robbie in his coat and hat. Because oh. I liked that he thought he looked a little Inspector Gadget, but thought he was hiding. Also, I think that ends up being the hat Nick wears in the next episode when he's Pepperwood. Oh, wow. No, okay. that's a darker color hat. But yeah, it's a similar, similar. style. It's blank and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. no logo. No, Pepperwood no Chica is, a, Go Bills. is a darker hat. This was like a lighter blue hat. Okay. Wow, nice job. And I also yeah, I gave an award to Winston for the pink button-up shirt he's wearing oh. because... I didn't realize how often Winston wears pastel, and I think yeah. that's a tool to show us of his softer, cuter, cuddlier, quirkier side. You're reading my mind right now. Then why don't you go next? Okay. So I have, um, I listed Winston as like a, a second, mm-hmm. uh, second place. And then my best, well, before I get to my best dress, I'm going to give a nod not to Mr. Miller's suits because they were hideous, mm-hmm. but to his pocket squares. Because mm. it's like he looked like a zoo and then yeah. he had a classy pocket square. And then for my best dressed of all, I went with Cece in the sari. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't say that. Joe, what was your best dressed? In this episode, oh, I don't know. I don't know if there was really one. That really stood out. So I mean, I, you you talked a lot about the sari, so I feel like that impacted you. Yeah, the sari. You. Yeah, yeah, you know, the sari had its own life in this show. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll take Cece with the sari. Okay. Okay. Great. So that brings us to favorite Schmidt moment. First, I like to mention we're at a zero jar count. Oh, really? Like, really, Robbie should have had a couple jar counts. Yeah. Um, my favorite Schmidt moment overall, personally, was the whole thing with Robbie. Every scene along the way, their dynamic, especially making a plan for him to get Cece back and then for him to defeat him. It was just really cute. I thought he did a good job. Joe, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? The Schmidt moment would have had a bit, yeah, when he walks in the apartment. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. I put that for funniest. And the sorry. Okay, so that brings us to Heather. Did you share your favorite Schmidt moment? 
Um, no. And that is one arranged marriage took yes. place today. That's a Why good would one. it be arranged? It's, it's not. <laughs> Everything, nothing they said made sense this whole episode. No, which is what made it good. So favorite funniest moments, I broke into two parts. I did a funniest moment, and that was every time Winston called Walt Pop Pop, or oh, father. Oh, nice. And my favorite moment was Jess and Nick at the end, because instead of just banter and being funny, or Nick avoiding discussing his feelings, they had a real talk. An emotional connection, and you could just see how much they like each other. Heather, what was your favorite slash funniest moment? Um, okay, I, I went with funniest in this episode, mm-hmm. and it would be Schmidt and Robbie barging into Cece's event, or her apartment, mm-hmm. and then just everything subsequently that they said. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. Joe? I would say... Because I like the racetrack scenes. Mm-hmm. I would say Jess's description of the horse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> trying nice. to make them sell the uh, horse for, you know, a bigger value than it actually is. And right. her saying, you know, the mane ain't right. It's got split ends. Split ends. Yeah. You know, it's like going to break down. Like a horse uses a curling anymore. iron. Right. Yeah. I like when she's obviously doing such a bad job that Walt goes, bottom line, will this horse ever race again? Uncle Buck, this horse will never race again. <laughs> <laughs> That brings us to the Honey Roast Award for the best character, performance, storyline, inanimate object, best anything in the episode. Heather, who or what is getting your Honey Roast Award? I I know I keep doing this lately, but I have two Honey Roasts. One, it's not Schmidt or Robbie. It's the duo of Schmidt and Robbie. Totally. So that's my one. And then, but that was my runner up. And then my main one was Jake Johnson. For his range of emotion, pain, anger, hurt, but yet some humor. Mm. And also, uh, I want to give a nod to his facial expressions. Nice. I love his facial expressions, as we know. Always. Joe, uh, your Honey Roast Award is going to? Uh, probably Nick in this one. Because nice. he had, to, I mean, the whole storyline was him and his dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, really. There was yeah. so just a little side with the season yeah. thing. So all the things that Heather described about having to experience so many emotions and having to be funny at the same time. And at the same time, you see a connection with him and Jess. So there was a lot of things going on there. So right. yeah. Right. So I'd say Nick when and anything he had going on. I'm glad yeah. you guys gave um the awards to Nick slash Jake Johnson because I love him so much and I usually do. I gave it to Walt in this episode oh. because of his hair. <laughs> Is Walt's hair? The one who wins the honey rose? <laughs> yeah, I guess if you get to Walt's hair. <laughs> Walt's look, his aesthetic. Oh, okay. And the Chica Go Bills hats. I guess that's nice. That's why. Okay, kind of went a different path. So did anyone find the bear? Because I thought I did, but now I realize I was wrong. Heather, Not in this okay. episode. Joe, did you find the bear? For sure. Did you? No, see I didn't see any bear. So when Nick was angry fixing the sink, I don't use closed captioning, and I thought he said he had the blood pressure of a honey bear. <laughs> no, it's a hummingbird. So and bear. I was like, "What's a honey bear?" And I was like, "Oh, like Pooh Bear. Like he eats a lot of snacks. He's a little overweight. Yeah. Like I love Pooh Bear, but just yeah, oh, you know, we all do. Yeah, yeah, there's there's some issues there with his health, probably. I just hope he's not listening. <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to discussion questions. Joe, let's start with you this yeah. week. So my discussion question. It really has to do with, I think, the fact that Schmidt 
is trying to get CC back, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's battling the ex-boyfriend, but at the same time trying to get him in his camp. Right. So I'm wondering how many people do that where you try to have another friend get in your camp to get back with your exes. Oh, wow. You uh, know what I'm saying? A friend to get... does not have feelings for them? Where are you uh, saying yeah. you no. are you saying you're getting a friend to help you, or are you saying get a friend to hook up with your ex so that you could smite them and then you end up with your no, ex? Because no. <laughs> I don't think anyone's not done that. that. Plan. No, okay. Not that plan. okay, okay. I'm talking a friend of the ex. Oh. You try to befriend that friend to get get to in the good ex. with the ex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So I'm... like, like if you are my ex and I wanted to get back together with you. You go to your best, your best friend, okay. spark a friendship. Try to yeah, and try to circle in the wagons that way. Right. Okay. I think that people probably good, try good and do qu- that. Good I, I don't. Have you done that, Heather? I think I have. I don't know if this applies. Um, I dated this one guy, and then for complicated reasons, stop. But when I was dating him, see, this is all before social or anything. And so my friend, Kimberly, was kind of friends with him when I dated him. So we sent her to his apartment with this. I was only in high school with a survey like she was going door to door to make sure he wasn't living with anyone. But then he answered. So she was like, oh, my gosh, I was just in the neighborhood. How have you been? Heather's doing good. I'm sign this petition that's and that's yeah. a, and that's a good point. that is like a new girl plot that was the stupidest <laughs> plan so but, a survey but she, i was 17 of course he's gonna answer the door he lives there <laughs> no, but not the girl would do it oh, it's, sorry, like, joe. it's like a woman's task okay go ahead joe but she brings up a good point and here's the point back in 2012 social media wasn't nearly what it what was it is today, today. So back then, yeah, he had to use Robbie and devise these plans and right. everything. Today, it is so easy. You want to see what your ex is totally. doing, you just yeah. go on Facebook. You don't have to be friends with your ex because no. you can see They're what she's friends. doing from right. their friends' friends. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So social media in some way has taken the socialization and these plans right. out of the mix. Because all you have to write in social media is very special day yeah Something, and it implies that you're with somebody else <laughs> you made it sound like they're getting murdered yeah. which, which, <laughs> bring, which, which brings on the point of, are you really moving on can you really move on in this age of social media oh. i don't think you can because you see girls i see where girls will make up i don't know how they do this but they make up fake instagrams yeah and Finsta. fake twitters yeah. right yeah and they try to friend that ex-boyfriend. Right. And see what he's doing. It's, it's crazy. You could not pay me enough money to be dating in the social climate. You couldn't. If you offered me a million dollars, I'd say no thanks. That's a foolish decision. But if someone I, offered you a million what I do. <laughs> Good discussion question, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heather, did you come prepared Joe? with a discussion question? I did come prepared. So this kind of relates to Winston and his hero worship of pop, pop. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, when you guys were growing up, did you ever, were you ever like um, obsessed with somebody and then you grew up and you're like, oh my God, that person was sketchy. Oh. Like an older person, someone we an looked up to. An older person, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
No. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. You don't get into hero worship like I do. I also, I mean, I think my radar for sketchy people was honed at a pretty young age. I, I don't know how you do it, but you're very wise. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for me, I mean, as a kid, obviously being a big sports fan and uh, working in the entertainment industry and sports and getting to meet some of those people I idolized growing mm-hmm. up and seeing those people maybe not as nice oh, and not as... Like when the oh, con... Yeah. They okay. don't portray what they portray on television. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... That's a little disturbing, but there's also times where I met people that I was looked up to and was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, she is nicer than I thought, really? you know, nice. or prettier yeah. than I thought, or nice. you know, friendlier than I thought." Right. Mm-hmm. So it's you know exciting. It's like a pleasant. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. in the case of New Girl, like when someone's a con artist, like you're gonna want to like them because they're gonna be charming and attractive and, and hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about them that makes them successful. And I was life. from a real small town. I won't say what state but i was from a real small town like so as a kid we were like (laughs) whoa so-and-so's dad gives him cars and he has this and he has that and the best clothes the best sneakers he has everything right and when you grow up you find out the dad Mm. was actually part of something that's not really legal organized crime he was protected by the local police and i'm telling you 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 learn about now i see why he's not saying it you learn about your world after you're out of the world. Oh, yeah, you're when you're like, a kid, you're naive. Yeah, yeah. You, you just don't know. A kid doesn't know about protected by the police because they're on the payroll and all yeah. that. What's your answer to your question, Hems? Um, Yeah, I don't even know if you'd remember this because I was really young. Hmm. Um, but I had an obsession with Lindsay Wagner because I was super into the bionic, the bionic woman. woman. Yeah. yeah, I had the dolls and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I did not know, but I found out so was Joe's sister. And so she was she had a health issue at the time mm. and Lindsay Wagner was signing her books at the local health food store, so that's weird. Yeah. And I had to stand in line because I I didn't want it for myself, but I wanted it for Eileen. Mm-hmm. And so I had to stand in the line and like, let's just say Lindsay was not, we're about an hour and a half outside of Hollywood. So she was not happy to be there. Mm-hmm. She's like signing the books <laughs> and I get up there. I didn't want to buy a book. I didn't want a health food book. So I get up there with like this personalized sign I made. I love you, Eileen. Get oh well God, soon. Heather. <laughs> and Lindsay was, she did it, but she made me feel stupid. Oh, so now I don't like Lindsay Wagner, even though she does do a decent job on some Hallmark movies. Just saying. Okay. Uh, did you have a second discussion question? I thought that was loaded enough. It was. Yeah. That right. was loaded. And, and you know what? I will say, in all fairness, you know, to keep it positive, okay. that probably Taylor Swift is the one experience oh where Amazing. far exceeded my expectations. But wait, yeah. do we want to save that story for when she's on... New girl, uh, or should we talk about it? No, now? we'll talk about it now because <laughs> she, she had. Okay. <laughs> so I was running this place and she had a concert there. What, frame it she, at the time frame, though. She only had one single out. Yeah, one single. Out. just about but to explode. Tim yeah. McGraw, that was a huge single. It was, but yeah. she's yeah. on the cusp right. of yeah. becoming like Taylor Swift. Packed the place, it was thousands of people. And she literally stayed till like three in the morning, mm-hmm. signing every, every person single in line. person's right. item 
that they wanted signed. That is mm -hmm. awesome. I only know one other person who does that is Steve Burton, who plays Jason Morgan on General Hospital. He does, He's known for that. My favorite part about Taylor Swift, though, was that... So I stayed, but I was, like, dancing and talking to my friends because it's a country western bar, a fairly famous one in San Bernardino. And I was like, oh, the line's dying down. And I just jumped in it. And she, it wasn't like they're like, no, no, you weren't in line. She gave me a hug. Like, like it almost made me uncomfortable to hug someone I didn't know that much. Wow. And in the picture you can see, she's, like, literally holding me so tight. And her mom had said to us, like, this is becoming a problem. Like, she will hug everyone. She won't say no. We're trying to get her to get some distance which i'm sure you know she obviously would need to employ now because she's yeah, so i was famous. just gonna say it was oh i was gonna say it wasn't covid oh well that too <laughs> but she was so kind-hearted and she would look you in the eye and speak to, she would have stood there and talked to me for an hour if i wow. could think of an hour's worth of stuff to say oh my god and joe i meant to tell you this so she just re-recorded um one of her songs she's re-recording all of her songs that she wasn't able to get the you know ownership of and there's a lyrical video. It's so like a lyric video is just where, like, not a real full-blown video. And they used all these pictures, like, from her early time frame. Mm -hmm. And one of the pictures, she's oh. it has to be from the branding iron because she's wearing the dress. I know because I have my picture. And she's with a child who looks kind of sick. And remember, oh. at our table was yeah. that little girl. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is from the branding iron. I was there. <laughs> That's so cool. And Scooter Braun is getting a valuable lesson. Yes. So yes. We'll, we'll leave it at that to save some Taylor Swift stuff for when Taylor Swift. Good Stop. Not just spoiler alert is on in another season. Nice we have a job, lot of Taylor Swift Joe. material, but she's lovely. I'm sure she still is. She was so lovely back then. Yeah, and everybody's got great stories about meeting their child heroes, mm -hmm. or yeah. you know, and then some people not so great, but yeah, like Lindsay <laughs> Wagner. Yeah. So yeah. we'll go to my discussion question, which is not as thought provoking or as interesting as your guys's. Okay. Because I was just going to ask if you've ever bought anything like off brand. Or that said, like, Chica Go Bills instead of Chicago Bulls. Or had any experience with, like, merchandise like that. Because I, I have. Have you, Heather? Well, considering I'm drinking a Diet Shasta Cola. That's not. It's a Diet Coke That's still brand. a real company. Shasta's Do you remember a Simply billion Soda? dollar company. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, have, do you ever bought anything like that or had an experience like that? Oh, I'm sure I have. Because... I, I would do it on purpose because outside of Raider games, the, oh. the people all sit out there and sell it. And you can tell if you just look at the logo, the Raiders, the Raiders logo has a pirate who has a patch over his eye. Uh -huh. Well, it's a certain, it's the left eye, right? Uh-huh. This patch would be over the right eye. <laughs> That's how you can tell it was fake. So you know the, what I'm the saying? the Raiders allow bootleg? They don't. They don't oh, allow. They but don't. it's the end of the game. Everyone's leaving. Oh. They just sit Parts out there the and say, T-shirts okay. for sale, T-shirts for sale. Because right. they can't, literally with 80,000 people leaving, you can't, you can't monitor it stuff. all. Okay. You can't. Just like, you know, Staples Center, outside Staples Center, there's all those hot dog vendors and stuff like that. Right. I'm sure some of them don't have a health permit, you know. Right. Oh, but, yeah. some of them. So, all of them yeah. don't have a health you know, permit. But yeah. they're selling thousands of hot dogs oh, to people yeah. leaving that are hungry, or you know. Drinks. Yeah, and it's just kind of the ambiance of the situation. Right. So, so you are you saying you have bought that merchandise? So yeah, uh, no, I usually don't buy it unless it's a really good deal. I remember when I was younger and and I didn't have the disposable income to buy stuff. I right. they'd be like, "Hey, NFL T-shirts for three dollars." You're like, "What? <laughs> These are thirty in the store. Give me five. Oh, right. You know right. what I'm saying? But so if you're from a like. If that wasn't a Nike sign, I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. To the naked eye. Yeah, I yeah. know that your shirt is real. You'd have to have but... almost a trained eye to see, 
your your really favorite team's fan. logo is yeah. different, right. like having right. the patch on the wrong eye, or there's a sword that goes through, and sometimes the sword's flat, but the sword's supposed to go like that. Gotcha. You know, so. Well, I have something similar to that. When, when I was a kid, and it wasn't on purpose, but when we were kids, our parents had no choice but to buy us generic Cabbage Patch Kids because you couldn't get real Cabbage Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. And then when they when they were at Target, we got real Cabbage Patch Kids. I was going to say, hold up. My Cabbage Patch Kids were real. Not your preemie. That's not Cabbage Patch? No. I no. still have that. No. Why am I holding on it's to fake. it? It's fake. Wow. You don't know, Joe. You weren't there. Unless <laughs> She's saying it. No, I think your preemie was real and your other one wasn't. But oh. you have a fake and You don't remember that? I was really, I'm six years younger than you have. Yeah, that's it was true. A, there was a Tickle Me Elmo that was fake. Oh, totally. Right now in COVID, there's fake N95 masks. Matter of fact, the oh. state of California bought a billion dollars worth of them. Oh, so sounds like they would. everyone makes fake everything these days. Right. And I've heard girls saying, oh, this is my coach purse. Mm-hmm. Mm. They make fake coach, <laughs> fake Gucci. <laughs> I mean, there's fake. No, I know out that there's there. fake knockoff stuff. It's just specific to have you bought it. So. I can just see a girl saying, "I have Coach," and Joe going, mm-hmm. "I know." Like Joe would say anything. <laughs> I bought a Your Coach purse? first before for her. <laughs> They're like three hundred dollars. Okay. So if someone says, "Hey, I got coach for thirty bucks," you're like, "Yeah, I don't think." Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you got maybe your coaches purse. <laughs> yeah, your coaches. Purse. So yeah, my story is from I work for a nonprofit, and a sports team in the city of Ontario generously gifted us a couple hundred of their mascot. I'm not dissing this place. It was very generous. They were very upfront with why they were giving to us. It was a team in Ontario. So the city of Ontario in California, not Ontario, Canada. And it had on the logo on the stomach of the mascot, it said Ontrio and then the name of the team. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, do you want like 400 mascot dolls? Like, oh my gosh, yes. I could package them. Like when we sell tickets to your event, I could sell them online. I could use them in raffles. Okay. But by the way, Ontario spelled Ontrio (laughs) and we didn't catch it in the proof. That's fun. So we got them and gave them out like, oh, you get this for free, like with tickets or whatever. No one ever noticed. Wow. No one said anything. I got rid of two. And now they was all one word on Trio? On Trio and then the team name of the team. Okay. But I didn't sell them to anybody. It was like oh. buy tickets, do this, or threw it in a raffle basket. Promo gift, free gift. So that wraps our discussion. We will be discussing episode number 14, Pepperwood, a very mm. special episode as we get closer to cooler. Next week, we hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.